Well, Paul, we've got an exciting topic today, the evolution of high-speed, uh, out-of-the-box FDM printers, right? So, so we all know that Bamboo Lab released X1C. What did that actually do to FDM printer market? So when we looked at the X1, um, they had a huge Kickstarter campaign. Uh, they raised something like $7 million in um, USD, which is... Uh, a huge amount and then at their 699 launch price i think that translates to nearly 10,000 printers so that's a huge impact in the fdm uh, space that basically forced all the incumbents to kind of create their own version to compete with bamboo labs because um it really gave them a kick in the pants to to innovate to bring new things to the table so it was a really exciting time to see the bamboo labs come in, in into the scene because everyone had to create their own high-speed um, out-of-the-box printer because of it. No, for sure. And I mean, like, you could just see the excitement that was there when the launch happened. And uh, you could see, I guess, the nervousness on the side of the uh, brands that have been in the industry for a while, Prusa, Creality, and Eligoo kind of looking to respond. And we're going to go over some of the printers. Uh, we compiled a list of, I believe, five printers, five FDM printers that are brand new uh, that have been released in less than a year. And uh, it's exciting to see how they stack up against each other but what are the advancements that Bamboo Labs X1C actually brings to the market? What are the specific features that are making the incumbents nervous and making the consumers excited? So probably the first one that you can see is um, it just works out of the box. So a lot of printers from 2022 and before, they're coming made two, three parts um, that you have to kind of bolt together uh, Bamboo Labs X1 and th uh, that series, it's it's already all built. So you just kind of unpack it, um, turn it on, and then plug in the app, and you're pretty much good to go. Um, another one is the high-speed 3D printing because uh, um, even some of the fastest, uh, most reliable printers from 2022, um, the, the X1 is something like three or four times faster out of the box. So that's a huge... Uh, uh, increase in speed. Uh, people who want to get something done, like you know, today, can get it done, like in a couple of hours, of post, you know, a whole day or something like that. So those are probably the two uh, most, um, like, in your face things that you can see out of the box that uh, Bamboo Labs have brought into the table. There are a lot of other under the hood um, quality of life improvements that Bamboo Labs really brought. Um, for me personally, I think the biggest one is their software. Um, it's so easy to use. I think um, it's a great way for you know newcomers into the hobby to to get their feet wet into three D printing. Yeah, and you and I were just chatting about you know pre recording, right? We were just chatting about the the actual outline of the conversation, and you did focus a lot on the software. Uh, so would you say that the hardware is kind of given, but then the software is what really makes Bamboo Lab stand out against the competition? Is that what we're talking yeah, about here? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, the hardware is already great, and um, and it is forcing a lot of other companies to kind of innovate to keep up. But that's only one side of the story, and, and frankly, in my opinion, I think that's the easiest side to, to improve on. The software is definitely the harder one to, to improve on. And um, I think right now, Bamboo Labs is the new gold standard for software. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's definitely making, not to, you know, s- stay too long on X1C. Uh, for those of you who want to read the actual review of the printer, you should check it out on 3dgearzone.com. It, you know, Poland team compiled like, like 10,000 words <laughs> worth, <laughs> of a re- worth of a review content. Uh, it's definitely long and exhausting. We've owned printer for a while. Uh, definitely everything is firsthand tested. But what we what we are curious to see is, is there actually someone out there in terms of new printers, new brands that are stacking up against Bamboo Lab? We know that X1C is great, but is someone doing it better? Is someone doing it just as good? Is there anybody who's getting close to actually maybe in some way overthrow like X1C and do you know provide us consumers with something that's uh, cheaper? perhaps, even if there are some kind of uh, downsides to the hardware or software. So the printers we're going to be talking about are Kingrun, uh, Kingrun KLP1, Two Trees SK1, Flashword Adventure 5M Pro, uh, Kitty X Smarts 3, and Creality K1. Now, I'm reading that off the list because it's impossible to memorize those names. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> so, I'm like, how did you manage to say all of that? <laughs> yeah. So let's start with the first one. Obviously, the Flash Forge, uh, the Flash Forge Adventure 5M Pro. How do we feel about this printer, Paul? So Flash Forge is actually no stranger to kind of almost out of the box uh, 3D printers. Um, they've, they've made really, really great high quality printers are pretty much good to go once you unpack them. And the Flash Forge uh, 5M Pro is just, you know, the next um, big thing that comes out from Flash Forge. And it has a lot of really cool features that um, even Bamboo Labs doesn't have. Um, first of all, like Bamboo Labs, it's a high speed Core XY printer enclosed out of the box, ready to go. But one thing that it has that say Bamboo Labs doesn't have is a almost all-in-one hot end. So it's a um, something that you just click into place um, and you get a new hot end. Or if something breaks, you can just click it, put a new one in and you're good to go. Um, so that's something really cool um, about it. And that, I think that's one thing that sets the Flash Forge apart from the competition. It's, it's kind of, it's like all-in-one um, hot end um, that's just really easy to use, really to, easy to replace if something goes wrong. And how do you feel that it's uh, how it perform? How do you feel it performs when you put it against X One C? So when we put it something like this against the X One C, um, I think at least from the hardware standpoint, it's very comparable. Um, but uh, I think one thing that Bamboo Labs has over, say, Flash Forge is its printing software. Um, Flash Forge comes with something called Flash Print, which is their own um, in-house. Uh, slicing software. We have used their previous versions before in the past, and we found it kind of clunky to use um, um, compared to, say, Bamboo Labs, where everything is streamlined, easy to use, quick. Um, Flash Print, uh, Flash Forge's software is definitely a lot more clunky, a lot more dated looking. Okay, so I would so there is it's it's a good and good entry into the market, right? Mm-hmm. But not necessarily something that. What, so what, why would anyone consider buying it? You know, if so, they had, if they had yeah. a choice, even P1Ps and P1S on X1C, well, you know, the lineup from going from a cheaper P1, P1S and P1P models to X1C, is Flashforge a, 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 an option that someone should be really looking at and why? So I think one theme that we can see across all of these um, 
uh, newcomers into this um, space is they are cheaper than um, Bamboo Labs. Um, even Bamboo Labs uh, uh, cheaper uh, uh, printers like the P1P, P1S, uh, I think they go for like five ninety nine, six ninety nine, um, but these printers start at like you know four ninety nine or as high uh, or like so. So you're saving something like one two hundred dollars at the bare minimum. So a lot of people would probably consider these printers if they're looking to uh, save a little bit, or yeah. if they want to maybe tinker a little bit. These guys are a little bit more open compared to um, Bamboo Labs. Okay, and would that be a printer that's good for a? regular consumer who has one printer in the house and they just, you know, print a few things a week and whatnot. For me, something like the Flashforge would be a great printer for a, a consumer who's looking for their first 3D printer because okay. Flashforge already has an established history on making these easy to use printers. Yeah. And the new one is probably just a new one in that line, which is a great step forward for Flashforge. Yeah, what about those who are more professional consumers? Uh, those who are like us, for example, running a 3D printing service business in their city or in their country, whatever it might be. For those who are a bit more professional who have a little bit more experience tinkering, um, maybe not so much the Flashforge. There are other options that on this list that I feel like would be a great alternative to say Bamboo if you're into tinkering or yeah. um, more of like the uh, pro, pro user um, yeah. side of things. All right, well, let's look into the next one in the list. Uh, obviously, this is Kidi, Kidi X Smart, X Smart 3. Uh, so how do, why, why is it in the list, Paul? Why, why, why did you decide to put that on the list? So uh, the Kidi Tech um, is kind of like another FlashForge. So they were actually in the market for a very long time, um, probably just as long as FlashForge. Maybe might not have the same you know brand recognition as Creality, Prusa, that stuff, but they've made enclosed 3D printers for a long time. And um, just like the Flashforge, this is probably their next step up for an enclosed high-speed 3D printer that works really well out of the blocks. Um, this one actually has been out, I think, the longest out of all of these um, uh, new high-speed out-of-the-box printers. And it um, it kind of really shows uh, Kiri Tech's like, expertise in making these um, printers because most people who got them love it. Um, it's a great high-speed printer, works it right out of the box. Um, I think the only downside, just like the FlashForge printer, is its software. Um, it's not nearly as easy to use as, say, Bamboo Labs. From what I've seen, a lot of people use um, more uh, kind of uh, traditional pieces of software, such as Simplify 3D or Cura for their uh, Kiri Tech printer. Um, and it, those pieces of software doesn't have the ease of like Wi-Fi transfer from the computer to the printer. You kind of have to put in a memory stick um, into the computer, transfer it over to the printer and then print from there. But apart from these like, you know, small, like little quality of life features that you might be missing out on, this is still a great printer. And I think right now it's on sale. Um, Scott, could you scroll down to the price for me? I think it's like super inexpensive right now. Does it say 399? 419. 419? But I think it says Christmas sale on the bottom on, on oh, the on the left. 299. Oh, 299. Okay, so something I mean, this is an absolute steal. 
Yeah, so okay, so yes, I mean, given the price and given how I guess uh, it, it, it it's not as good, but given the price, it does put it into the kind of a place where it, it, it it's definitely worthwhile looking into if, yeah. if you are on a budget, especially if you're trying to find a good deal. So that's yeah. uh, that's a Q KD X Smart Three. Uh, uh, would you? What is the brand awareness of KD in a market? How many folks actually talk about KD? There's actually not that many. Um, maybe if you are someone who's always online, like myself, looking at all these 3D printers might know of it. But um, most people would be able to tell you, say, uh, Bamboo Labs, uh, Prusa, Creality, maybe Anacubic, maybe Elegu. But something like Kiditech is definitely a brand that you kind of need to, um, like you don't do a lot of brand awareness. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel exactly about KD. It's not something that comes up in a lot of conversation. However, King Rune, uh, I th we, we do, I think we've heard from King Rune brands. They did reach out to us at some point in mm -hmm. the past. Uh, but it's also in a list here. It's a King Rune, uh, key LP one, uh, and, uh, obviously, uh, at $379, that looks like something worthwhile considering as well, but what makes this printer, you know, what did make it stand out that it made it a list? So with a King Rune, it has um, kind of two things that really stood out. First, um, I think it's the most obvious one is it's asking starting asking price at three seventy nine. It undercuts, I think, basically everyone on the list um, because other. And I think most people start at say four ninety nine. Bamboo Labs start at five ninety nine, but at three seventy nine, like um, I think this is probably one of the budget kings and King Rune is known to be kind of one of the kings of the budget 3D printing space. There are previous ones. Um, a lot of people love them because they're 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 inexpensive, but they're really good for the price. And I feel like, you know, the King uh, the KLP one, another mouthful of a name, is probably going to be up there along with it. Um, another big feature is uh, for those of us who are really technical, the KLP1 has linear rails on it. So, um, Scott, I'm not sure if you're able to focus in on those pictures, but if you look at um, the, the the picture on the top where the extruder sits, that metal bar, that is a linear rail. And um, in the 3D printing space, actually in any additive or subtractive um, manufacturing space, having a linear rail is really great because it's, it's they're really rigid. So you have a lot of control when you're moving back and forth. And um, they're usually a lot better than the other type of uh, motion systems that other um, companies use. Bamboo Labs, Creality, I think the vast majority of other ones use some called linear rods, which are um, um, round shafts, um, which have a similar kind of concept to them, but they're not as rigid, not as precise as a linear rail. Um, however, those, that, those things haven't held those printers back. Like they're print quality is amazing already. So some people might argue, you know, linear rails might not be so great, might be just a marketing point. But um, when I've built 3D printers, I've always used linear rails because they, they just add a tiny little extra bit of precision um, to my 3D prints. Okay, so this is something to also consider. Is that the only printer in the market that does have linear rail guys? At least the for ones? these um, these out-of-the-box high-speed printers, currently this is the only one that I've seen that has um, linear rails. Okay, 
Okay, that's an interesting feature, obviously, for if you were, I think, I feel like if you already have quite a few printers, um, you know, in, in, in your possession, it might be interesting to play around just with linear rail, just to see how mm-hmm. that performs. If you got an extra cash, obviously $379 <coughs> is cheaper than other models that we're looking at here in the, li- well, some of the other models and, uh, you know, just adding that and comparing it one, we might actually do an article on that. We might actually see if linear, how it performs and how it does. Uh, mm-hmm. But that would be an interesting test. And now the other one is obviously the Two Trees SK1. Uh, it's, uh, well, it's on their website. It says it's a new launch and it's already on a $100 discount. Uh, so why is that one on the list? So this one might look like the most bare bones one on the list. Um, it doesn't have any uh, panels to enclose it. But one thing that really interests me in particular is um, the Z-axis has three independent lead screws. So that means the bed can tilt um, on its own um, versus all the other printers that we have on the list. Um, it have They might have multiple lead screws, but they're not independently driven. So what this means is when the printer levels itself, so like where Scott is showing on the screen right now, um, it can move the bed perfectly to the extruder. So you'll always have the most level bed possible. And that's really cool. Um, There are a couple of um, uh, other printers out there, uh, the DIY um, Voron um, or the Rat Rig. Um, These DIY high performance machines also have like independently driven uh, lead screws or Z axes. Um, and it's a great feature to have to have the most perfectly level bed. Um, me personally, with my um, DIY machines like my Voron, I, I have this and I love it myself. Um, so, this is a really cool feature that um, Two Trees have that none of the other out of the box printers have right now. Yeah, one feature that Two Trees that really is not great for two trees is their website's navigation menu it's giving me a seizure right now so two trees if you're watching please fix your website <laughs> it's hard to present your website it's giving me a seizure here. uh but yes uh, definitely lots of cool features in here but uh, you know uh, how, how would you stack it against x1c p1 p p1 uh, some people will probably in the comments will say guys come on stop with this bamboo lab promotion <laughs> but we'll have to have some kind of a benchmark against at least for this exactly. particular exactly it's it's, particular it's, unfortunate. it's it's the benchmark right now i mean last year everyone used to compare things to prusa and people would complain saying like hey stop comparing everything to prusa but it is a benchmark and right now the the new benchmark is bamboo yeah. compared to the bamboo or any one of the other ones on the list right now um it, ha- it is a bit of a disadvantage because it's not enclosed. And a lot of these people who print it, especially the kind of the, the pro users like um, to print um, kind of high temperature materials that require an enclosure, such as ABS or nylon or polycarbonate. This printer, unfortunately, since it's not enclosed, um, a, a user needs to mod it to, to get it up there. So this is closer to um, Bamboo Labs, I think it's P1P, which is the unenclosed um, affordable option from uh, Bamboo Labs. And this one starting at $499 is, I, I believe, about $100 cheaper than Bamboo, Bamboo Labs unenclosed P1P. So you have that price advantage over there, which is a great thing. But if you're looking into you know printing ABS, polycarbonate, or nylon that needs that enclosure, you might be better served with another printer. 
Yes, and a fun fact about two trees, they actually reached out to us by email one day, and then Paul sends me a link saying that, hey, check out, they're releasing a brand new printer. (laughs) And we, of course, tell two trees, hey, two trees, we're really excited about this brand new printer that you've got on your website. We send a link to them to only find out in the next 12 hours that they (laughs) they took the page down because it was supposed to go public. So we take a credit for notifying two trees (laughs) that they leaked the information way too early. But uh, You're welcome, two trees. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) didn't get any credit on your side for that advice guys uh well you know um some fun facts Uh, obviously as as owners of 3dgearzone.com brands do reach out to us Uh, we welcome messages from everyone to if you've got an interesting product for us to check out for our audience to to read and to be exposed to we're always ears uh and uh don't hesitate to find us on 3dgearzone.com now the next one is i think uh, i would argue that is one of your favorites here in terms of the fdm printers reality k1 how do we feel about that one so the k1 is definitely reality's response to bamboo labs um i think they really um got a kick in the pants to to do something when the bamboo labs um uh printers came out because uh they definitely were um uh, definitely want definitely do something to innovate um and i think the k1 really showed um what they're capable of so just like the bamboo labs it is a high speed out of the box printer and it does a lot of things just as well as the bamboo labs uh we've tested it out um i've finished my review and personally it's one of my um go-to machines because it's just it, it just it prints basically just as well as a bamboo labs um but one great thing about it especially at the time it was significantly cheaper than a bamboo labs x1 so you get almost the same great um print quality as a bamboo labs x1 but at a fraction of price there is one downside to it and i think this applies to every other one that printer that we've talked about is its software stack um does need some work um, Bamboo Labs does definitely has the edge in terms of ease of use, um, making sure everything works. Their Bamboo Labs desktop app and their and their mobile app is is absolutely great. I love it. Creality does have some work to make their um, slicer and their mobile app um, more user friendly and more um, serviceable. Yeah, and I think our rankings on our website uh, do show that Creality K1 is really, really close to Bamboo Lab. And as you said, the biggest differentiator here is the software. Uh, just the fact that Bamboo Lab was able to figure out a software side way better. Uh, however, there are some legal concerns that some of the uh, you know uh, established brands had around how bamboo lab started to create ips and patents around software that was actually supposed to be open source so you know it's still yet to be decided how the um, how industry feels about what bamboo lab is doing but yes if you want to check out the latest rankings for uh, fdm printers we have it all here along with the in-depth reality k1 review this one is six thousand words i counted them myself paul and team wrote the entire 
the entire review. Uh, fun fact, you can see Paul in the reflection here, so it's a true picture <laughs> straight from the lab. Uh, but it is a fantastic printer. We do talk to Creality. Um, we are we communicate with the brand. We, I think they're very, very innovative in the space, uh, you know, especially after the launch of Bamboo Lab. So it's interesting to see how, uh, how K1 is going to just keep improving. Uh, we are looking to actually grow the number of K1s that we own, correct, uh, for yeah. one of our business design dynamics. Uh, which is a 3D printing service. So if you are a pro user and perhaps you're sick and tired of Bamboo Labs, who knows? Check out Creality. Cheaper? Is it cheaper? What are we comparing it? Is to cheaper. It? it is cheaper. All Definitely right. It's cheaper. cheaper. Don't want to make a claim and then not, <laughs> not, not <laughs> for it not to be true. Uh, and and definitely, definitely good. Quality is really good. Uh, the prints come out really great, and you can you can compare both of those uh, reviews on our website. Now, let's. Uh, we're kind of coming to the end, but... What all of this innovation that's happening in the FDM space is doing or how is it influencing the consumer and professional market when it comes to the FDM industry? So from what I've seen right now, one of the biggest things that all of these printers bring to the table is um, being able to be easy to use, works right out of the box. Um, so for example, even just last year, 2022, um, some of the best 3D printers, you still need to bolt them together. You have to um, tinker with the software and um, transfer files via micro SD card to from your computer to the printer before you can print. Yeah. Now, if you look at, say, Bamboo Labs, Creality K1, FlashForge, all these other printers, um, they're, they're pretty much, they're all built ready to go out of the box. You plug it in, follow the on-screen you know, wizard, and it does its own thing. And then you go to your computer, find some files, and you can wirelessly send them over to your printer and just start printing. So a lot of people who you know are new to the hobby or maybe uh, want to, or, or, or experienced um, users who really don't want to deal with tinkering, these printers are, are, are great out of the box. And I feel like it's a great step forward for uh, FDM 3D printers. Yeah, what what is it doing to customer expectations? I mean, we're getting spoiled here. <laughs> I think much, so too. I mean, yeah. because like now everyone just wants something that that works right out of the box, kind of like you know a two D printer, right? Like when when you go yeah. buy your HP or uh, HP printer or Canon printer, you just unbox it, plug it in, install the the driver on your computer, and you're good to go. This is we're quickly approaching that with three D printers, which some people might say you're getting spoiled. I think. For me, then I think a lot of people like um, think that's a good thing. I mean, 3D printing industry is projected to grow in the next 20, 25 years, and it's going to be huge in size. And these printers are just make it possible for regular folks like us to buy a printer and start a business. Right now, it's a whole different story when you go into business. Obviously, we, we, we've started quite a few in the past. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you figure out the, how to acquire customers, these printers just make it so much easier to deliver quality product in a very short period of time. I mean, how long does it take? We have re, uh, customers who are asking us for 100, 1,000 prints units, uh, you know, for their prototypes or for their e-commerce stores. And these printers are just lifesavers. Yeah, um, there's. We had one customer ask for an order of 500 units of their their um, model, and thanks to these newer high speed printers, I think we were able to get it out in like two or three days. Um, like to, to um, if we had older printers, we'll look at you know week plus <laughs> to get the same output. And probably half of the time is just going to be debugging the printer. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Printing. 
<laughs> yeah. But uh, obviously, it's not all rosy and whatnot. Is there any challenges, any limitations that the sprinters have besides the software, perhaps? Or is, is, is it all rosy in the FDM world? It's, uh, well, right now, because they're, they're, all these sprinters are brand new, so they all have little teething issues. Uh, for example, um, even though I love my Creality K1, um, a lot of people and us, myself included, we, we found like if you had an older, like first generation K1, because yeah. they revised it like two or three times in the span of like the last two or three months when it came out, um, it wasn't like some of the parts weren't really reliable because they weren't tested, yeah. all that. Like you can kind of tell that um, companies, when they were forced to innovate, um, they didn't have as much time as say Bamboo Labs to to work out all the kinks in either say shipping or manufacturing, and that kind of turned into it's like okay they need to do little revisions here and there to improve reliability. So okay. um, I say for the next little while we might see a little teething issues like okay this part might not be as reliable or need a replacement something like that. But I feel like you know next one or two years these these machines will be probably very very reliable. Yeah, and obviously this is the impact that it's having on FDM market, but there's also SLA printers, the resin ones. Um, what are we thinking when we're comparing resin ones to FDMs? Is FDM getting really good that you don't need an FD, an, a, a resin printer? I'm not <laughs> is sure. Is that a bullish, too bullish of a statement? <laughs> it might be a little bit too bullish just because uh, like, I think at this point where we're, we're getting to the limits of how material properties work and that kind of stuff because you know right. i i think at least for me resin will always have a place um plastic i i love my fdm printers but i don't think just because how plastic works we'll probably get to that level of detail resin printers can get to at least just yet okay well for those of you who are professionals 3d printer hobbies and whatnot close your ears but uh obviously there are a ton of beginners out there and some of them might be wondering what when should i get a resin and when should i get an fdm one right what is the use case so could you give them some guidance so i would say fdm printers are probably the better better general use printer um there's a lot more support you can print probably more things of it it's a lot cleaner honestly probably safer um, mm -hmm. resin you're dealing with chemicals um it's very messy but if you are someone who's into tabletop gaming or very detailed figurines models and that kind of stuff you cannot beat a resin printer in terms of like that little detail that you can reproduce with them exactly so if you are looking for really really great detail at perhaps a little bit more risk to your lungs not <laughs> say anything just a disclaimer <laughs> resin could be it right so uh, yeah. we, we do have resins uh, we have like what a dozen two dozen resin printers <laughs> yeah we, we've i think i lost track how many printers we've we have in in yeah. the in the lab right now <laughs> speaking of resins we're going to talk about resins in the next episode so do ch do check it out we're going to we're going to look at all the different competitors in that particular space but yeah if you're looking for like uh, like paul said for general use uh, a printer that perhaps is for you know actual practical application parts printing parts you know for uh, even i have a jeep rubicon so sometimes you'll print parts for a jeep to place it somewhere inside the vehicle uh fdms are great for that but if you need yeah. details and uh, miniatures and whatnot resins are unbeatable all right that's great so i mean lots of players in the space uh lots of it's always been the case i think that's not new uh we've always been amazed by how many <laughs> brands and how many printers yeah. are available but uh, just to recap bamboo labs shows up with seven million dollars uh, 
Kickstarter campaign sells a ton of units up front. I do, don't quote me on this, folks, but somewhere I read that they sold almost a million or more than a million units so far. Uh, that is a significant volume, right? So great machine, uh, X1C, P1P, P1S, great quality printers. Uh, price, you know, could be argued that is good for the quality, but if you are looking for something cheaper, the printers that we went over today, again, I have to go to my list because, hey, pretty printing industry doesn't make it easy to remember the names. King Rune KLP1 could be an option, two trees, uh, SK1, Flash Ford Adventure 5M Pro, KDK Smart 3, X Smart 3, all right, and Creality K1. We like Creality K1. 50-50 split in our FDM uh, farm, as if you want to call it that way, between Bamboo Labs and Creality K1s. Uh, and we're not saying, we're not sponsored by Creality. They do provide us, just like any other brand, with printers to review, but we're never we haven't been sponsored by them. So this is an honest feedback. Uh, you can read our honest first-hand reviews on uh, 3dgearzone.com. And once again, uh, it's been a pleasure to, to, be, to be with you guys today. And please leave a like, a comment. Even if you're not happy with the content, tell us <laughs> what we can do better. Don't be too rude. Uh, we love 3D printing. It is an exciting uh, journey for us to be on, and we just hope to take you along with us for uh, for for a, for a ride. So again, check us out. And uh, any any parting words, Paul? Happy 3D printing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect ending. All right. See you, folks, next week.